Hello and welcome to this episode of Paideia Ponderings. I am Dr. David Stanton, the headmaster of Oakdale Academy in Waterford, Michigan. I hope this uh, short intro to the concept of secular humanism in our schools is informative to you and uh, helps at least to begin a conversation and, and get people to start thinking about what it is that really is the goal of modern government-controlled education and how schools that do not uh, see that secular humanism as something that's beneficial in any way, uh, such as Oakdale and, and other Christian schools and classical Christian schools in particular, how we attempt to combat that uh, rising tide of secular humanism. Well, first, let me define what secular humanism is. Basically put, uh, I take a little bit of this from Charles Potter, uh, who wrote a book in 1930 called Humanism, A New Religion. He says that secular humanism is an attempt to function as a civilized society with the exclusion of God and his moral principles. Now, if you just take that as its concept, it would be no surprise that our government-run schools have taken God out of uh, the whole realm of education. By extension, then, they've taken moral principles founded uh, on religious beliefs and founded on the Judeo-Christian heritage out of government education as well. Well, John Dewey himself, one of the founders of, of modern universal education, even himself uh, signed in 1933 a document called the Humanist Manifesto, and it was absolutely a design to reestablish uh, America's current educational system, and it was designed to make sure that America's educational system um, was one that removed God. Now, it, it's, it's more taking God and replacing God with a concept of science, and whatever it is that we can call science, as long as it is separated from God. And one of my favorite radio hosts, um, unfortunately, is, is no longer on the air, but uh, is up from the Green Bay, Wisconsin area named Michael LeMay. And, and Mike LeMay has this great quote that says, um, no institution has done more to discredit Christian teachings and doctrine than the public school system. He, he goes on and says, um, who are the men and women who influence our children's teachers? And this is LeMay speaking. I think we can safely say the majority of them are very nice people with the best of intentions. Some are even Bible-believing Christians who are trying to help our children navigate very difficult times in their lives. But even the best of teachers belong to a system that is definitely anti-Christian in its values and its beliefs. They belong to quite possibly the most unscrupulous public organization in our nation, which he calls out as the NEA, the National Education Association. And then finally from LeMay, he says, quite simply, our children are being brainwashed and indoctrinated. This is not an indictment of many fine teachers in our schools. It is an indictment of a corrupt teachers union in the United Nations uh, that believe they are charged with overriding the archaic beliefs that parents and religion have forced on our children. And he says, uh, those are their words, not his. So you can actually go into um, UNESCO, the United Nations organization, and they have in their charter a plan to unite the world under secular humanism. So even from its start, we look at its, its schools as such a foundational institution in so many ways. If you think about it, students spend upwards of seven hours a day 
five days a week, 180 days a year. So literally half of every calendar year they're spent in schools being taught by people again. I would argue in many cases are wonderful people, Bible-believing Christians in so many cases that see the public schools as a mission field. But what, not only what are they being taught, it's how these people are teaching their students, how they're facilitating this introduction of secular humanism into what it is that, that our children then accept as a norm. Because why wouldn't a child trust what their teacher's telling them? Again, they're all very nice people, so why wouldn't they trust them? Well, secular humanism is one of the major um, organiz or one of the major philosophies and schools of thought that brought about the theory of evolution and reinforces it. That humanist manifesto I mentioned a few minutes ago that John Dewey signed says these very words: "Religious humanists regard the universe as self-existing and not created." It goes on and says, humanism believes that man is a part of nature and he has emerged as a result of a continuous process. Again, evolution at its best. We know that evolution is exactly what it's called, a theory. Now, I would discredit it, but we have simply replaced this theory as fact because our students have been taught and science has been telling us that evolution is correct. We're just missing a couple pieces to make it absolutely correct. We don't look at biblically based or biblically inspired scientists. Those are disregarded. You know, Noah Webster, um, one of our founding fathers, um, certainly important figure early in our nation's history, who was also an educator, wrote that all the miseries and evils which men suffer from vice, crime, ambition, injustice, oppression, slavery, and war proceed from their despising or neglecting the precepts contained in the Bible. The Bible was the foundational document for so long. It was the, the crux of so many aspects of our education. And since we removed it, and since we removed God from the public square in this last century, we have seen the rise of secular humanism and the danger that it is to training up the minds of our children. And what's the answer? What's the difference? I firmly believe in classical Christian education, that education that returns things to the way that they used to be, to students learning philosophical, theological truths inside the contained atmosphere where a master teacher is the one that is guiding them not facilitating, not working on groupthink, but guiding them to those truths and helping them uh, sort through all of those things so that they can have a foundational truth going into the world. Not so that they can get into college, not so that they can have the white picket fence, the two-car garage, the 2.5 kids, the dog, and the cat, but so that they can enter into a life of service where they give back to a society, where they give back to a country, a community, a family, and most importantly, a God who loves and cares for them. So much more to learn. If you are interested, I encourage you to check out our website, www.oakdaleacademy.com. You can always email us, info at oakdaleacademy.com. If you have a son or daughter in the metro Detroit area and you're looking for a change in education and how things could be, I certainly encourage you to check out our website and even to email us at admissions at oakdaleacademy.com. We'd be thrilled to talk with you, show you around the school, and get a flavor for what 
the opposite is of what I described as secular humanism and what it looks like at a classical Christian school such as here at Oakdale. One other note, if you are in the area in Metro Detroit in March, on March 13th, I'm pleased to announce that uh, we will be having our Liberty Campaign Dinner at the Royal Park Hotel in Rochester and very pleased to welcome Jace Robertson from A&E's Duck Dynasty, who will be our keynote speaker. And again, you can go to our website, oakdaleacademy.com, for information on tickets or sponsorships for this great event where Jace will tell us about faith, family, and ducks in supporting our classical Christian school at Oakdale Academy. Again, it's a pleasure to speak with you. I'm Dr. David Stanton, Headmaster at Oakdale Academy. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.